this is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. In the last episode, I mentioned that I was feeling at capacity. And it came to a head for me when I realized I was really tired of my home office. Because, of course, for the last five and a half to six months, that is where I have been working. No more networking events, no more on-site client trainings, no more meeting with prospects or clients at a restaurant or a cafe or their office. That was all done and kaput. When I realized that I was having this issue, there was also this sense of, well, what can I do about it? Yes, I can be more creative, and that was the point of that last episode. So if you haven't listened to that, you might want to go take a quick listen. Yes, I can be more creative, and I'm still feeling at capacity and overwhelmed. I can't focus. I'm not motivated. And that day was not a happy day for me. I feel that I'm very self-aware. I can usually tell what's going on with me and why, and that usually helps me create a solution. So that evening was supposed to be our weekly watch something we've seen before while I quilt and Mark organizes something, photos, desk drawers, files, etc. And it's a way to keep projects moving while we're having fun watching something we've seen before. I was thinking of the different movies we would watch. Now you have to understand that Mark and I are huge movie fans. We have our favorites. We have movies we've watched 10, 15, 20 times. We quote movies all the time. We feel like that's part of our language. Quoting movies has become shorthand, which can make life easier and maybe even more fun. So it wasn't as if our quilting and organizing night was going to be this onerous thing. But every movie I thought of, all of our favorites, I just had this irritable, two-year-old, no, I don't want to. That is very unlike me. Because if that is the case, that being irritable, whiny, grumpy, again, I can usually figure out what the problem is and sometimes the solution pretty quickly. Well, in this case, I I knew what the problem was. I'm sick of working at my desk. There didn't really seem to be a solution to that unless someone's going to come up with a vaccine for coronavirus in the next 10 minutes. I'm stuck working at my computer. Yes, maybe sometimes I'll go out to the terrace, but not really a solution. So I was pretty grumpy. Didn't want to quilt and organize. Didn't want to do any of it. And I sat for a while and thought, well, what do I want to do? Do I want to go down and do artwork? The two-year-old came out again. No, don't want to. Don't feel like it. 
and I was starting to get frustrated with my two-year-old self. And eventually, the two-year-old quieted down. And what came to me is, I want to watch the Downton Abbey movie. Now, Mark and I have been binge-watching all six seasons of Downton Abbey and just absolutely in love with it. And we've been checking them out at the library. Now, because of COVID, the library has really limited operating hours and you can place items on hold. And then as they become available, they'll let you know. And then you have to sign up for a time to go pick them up from the library outside on a table. So contactless picking up your items from the library. This can sometimes be a multi-day process because they have to get the items from whatever other library has them, if they're even available. They have to get them to our home library. We have to sign up for a time, which is never the same day. So there, there's a lag. So this was a Wednesday. We were going to pick up Downton Abbey, the movie, on Thursday. We'd already done that whole arranged for it at the library. Mark was going to pick it up the next day. And my two-year-old kind of emerged again and said, but I want to watch it now. <laughs> and my adult self said, delayed gratification. Come on, we're, we're going to get it tomorrow. And the two-year-old wasn't having any of it and said, no, I want to watch it now. So I looked on Comcast cable and it was available to rent for $4. And I thought, heck, why don't I just do it? Who cares if we're getting it tomorrow? We'll get it and watch it again, which is actually what we ended up doing. We watched Downton Abbey. The other part of it that I really wanted is I wanted to eat some yummy homemade chicken stew. And I knew there was some in the freezer. And so I went, got the stew out of the freezer, heated it up. And we watched Downton Abbey the movie while I ate my yummy homemade chicken stew. The two-year-old was happy. The adult was happy. And life got so much better. So what's the point? The point is that I really struggle when... I can't see the forward motion. I hate being stuck on a problem. It drives me nuts. It's probably one of the things that drives me the most nuts in anything from there's a problem and we can't find a solution to a communication where the people just keep going round and round and round the same issue and it's going nowhere. I, oh, if you could see me, you'd see my hands and my fingers just tightening up in, in these claws because I really cannot stand it. I felt better once I came up with a solution. Watch Downton Abbey, eat chicken stew, and it did. It felt much better. I went to bed that night actually feeling happy. And I woke up the next morning feeling happy. And I can remember it vividly. I woke up, opened my eyes, thought about 
watching the movie the night before and thought, I feel good. I feel happy. Part of it was the solution was a great solution. The other part was there was a solution. There was a way forward. Now, sometimes forward motion isn't always a complete and total solution, but it is movement. Going back to the whole quilting hobby of mine, when I'm sewing and I make a mistake, I hate unsewing, as I call it, taking out the stitches, putting the fabric back together, and re-sewing. And it's happened sometimes where I've just got one more thing I'm going to sew and then I'm going to be done. And that's when I make a mistake and I have to unsew it. Regardless of what deadline I'm up against or for whatever reason why I was going to stop at that point and move on to something else, I do the unsewing and I re-sew it correctly so that when I pick it up next time, I'm at what I think of as neutral. Because I don't want to come back to my next quilting session and go, oh, that's right. I made this mistake. I have to undo it and redo it. Or I made the mistake and I unsewed it, but I didn't re-sew it. So I'm still backwards in my head. I always want to be moving forward. This also came up recently when Mark and I were talking about finances. And because we are a small business, we're cross-training. So I am moving some of the financial tasks and duties over to him. And of course, now that this whole world has opened up because he's seeing the absolute innards of of everything, because usually I handled that and he knew the top level, but he didn't know these down, deep details. And he was asking all these questions, but they were somewhat philosophical, like, why do we have to pay all these people to handle our money? Thinking of the bookkeeper and the CPA and the payroll company and etc. And I didn't really have much patience for those questions because he wasn't asking questions around which there was a workable solution, around which there was any way to move forward. My question to him was, what can we do differently and realistically to make this better? Because not paying taxes is not a realistic solution. That's not really going to solve the problem of why do we have to pay these people to help handle and organize our financial arena. So what can we do differently and realistically for a workable solution to move things forward? I don't know if you're as passionate about forward motion as I am, but I do know that that is one of the things that helps us help our clients because we are passionate about helping them move forward. And we can also sometimes see those solutions. We can see those ways forward. We can also help 
people, employees, managers, leaders, and organizations facilitate that forward motion themselves. So for example, if there is a problem between two people, Mark and I are awesome actually at helping them see where the problem is and then what's that way to move forward. Interestingly enough, we did have one session with two people where they laid out the problem and Mark and I could really see what the issues were for each side. And I asked the question, can you move forward from this? Can you move beyond this? One person answered yes. The other person said, no, I can't. Partnership was dissolved pretty much instantly. But that is forward motion in and of itself, right? If they'd been stuck in this partnership that was not working because one person was stuck in the past and the other person was wanting to move forward, they really are not going to go anywhere. And it's going to be fraught with more dysfunction, communication issues, productivity issues, etc. So it was actually better to know it's, it's an unworkable solution, but that is a solution. Kind of like the idea that we all are at choice and not making a choice or not making a decision is actually making a choice and making a decision. So yes, we are passionate about forward motion, even though I can get a little impatient with the lack of it or the seeming lack of forward motion. What are your thoughts? What do you think about forward motion? And if you just want to chat about Downton Abbey, I am happy to do that as well. Meaning, come on over to www.theshulergroupllc.com. Shoot us an email or a comment on the post, and we would happily have a conversation. Maybe we can move a few things forward. Until next time, may you thrive.